Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the latest edition of TV Line's Dream Emmy podcast series. I'm Editor-in-Chief Michael Osiello. Today's guest is three-time Emmy winner Claire Danes, who absolutely deserves to be back in the running for her intense and raw work in season seven of Homeland. Claire, welcome. Hi, thank you. Uh, Let's start at the end, the final (laughs) scene. I want to talk about the final scene because it just aired. And, you know, it's open to interpretation, I think, Mm -hmm. for a lot of folks. So Mm -hmm. Carrie is imprisoned in mm-hmm. Russia for seven months and mm-hmm. then comes back. She's off her meds all of that time. Right. Um, in your mind, where is she at? Is she just totally, completely gone? Yeah, well, we actually filmed a lot of material that was ultimately cut. Um, we shot a number of scenes in the hospital, in well, the hospital, the prison in, in Russia, where she is, you know, really... Uh, She's really mad. Um, and I talked to my friend who's a psychologist um, at great length about what that madness would look and feel like. Um, and, uh, you know, <laughs> it was all kind of for naught. Um, but, but ultimately, you know, I think that did inform that, that final moment. So um, it was a lot of toil and effort that that we could have been spared but um yeah i think she's deeply disassociated and um and she's you know uh, not only uh at the outer limits of her illness but she's probably rapid cycled many times over um and has suffered you know, multiple traumas in addition to just the chemical, ranging chemical imbalance. So mm-hmm. she's been in isolation, I'm assuming. She's been, um, you know, she's experienced profound abandonment. So all, all of that kind of <laughs> cumulatively amounts to something pretty heinous. But yeah, it's, I, I, I guess in the editing room, they discovered that it was more powerful for the audience to imagine what she's mm-hmm. endured for those seven months rather than, you know, um, overtly, explicitly articulated. Not, not that we really did in those scenes even. They were more gestural and suggestive than they could have been, but it was more defined that even than it, than it ultimately was on air. So who breaks the news to Claire Danes that all of these scenes that you mm-hmm. shot, that you worked so hard and put your heart and soul into, are <laughs> n- never going to be used? Well, it was not, there it was no great announcement. It was, <laughs> it was not, they weren't so worried. Um, no, Leslie Linka-Gladder, our, our yeah. producing director, and, and it, the, our, who actually directed that episode, um, she kind of broke it to me pretty casually uh, I don't know what we had a talk in DC and I said oh yeah how's the finale by the way and she was like oh it's good we cut all that stuff in the asylum I was like what <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah she said no it was tough because it was it was great it worked on its own but but you know I totally understood actually that that it's uh, 
if if the story is is stronger without it, then everybody benefits. But yeah, I was I, I cursed the, yeah. the the stars a little bit, the sky. Over the course of seven seasons, you've played so many beats of Carrie's mental illness. I'm just curious, how do you calibrate your performance in such a way so that you're not repeating yourself? Um, well, a lot of it, I mean, I, I am interpreting the work of the writers first and foremost. I mean, I work pretty deeply with them and we've been engaged in this seven year long conversation and I think we do work in tandem. Um, but but yeah, they're they're always kind of leading the way and, um, and I am very gratefully following. Um, but yeah, it's true. I, 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 it's really, I mean, this is the thing I love about television so much is that you get to, you know, um, uh, explore a character in real time and very deeply. Uh, there's just, uh, you know, we talk about as actors backstory all the time and, you know, there's a lot of you know, I don't a lot of heavy lifting that your imagination has to do when when you're just meeting a character. And she and I have this really deep history now that um, I can just kind of take for granted. It's in my body. I have muscle memory, and um, so and I and I I you know I people with these mental illnesses do live with them and do experience their vicissitudes, and I so admire their. Their, the work involved in that, you know, um, and, and so it's it's always interesting to to explore what that would might mean for Carrie. Um, so so yeah, it, it is a fluid thing, and drugs do stop working, um, and you know your relationship to the illness kind of evolves over time, and it can be really mercurial and deceptive, and you can think you're fine when in fact you're maybe more vulnerable than you realize still. So I, I think all of that's really compelling and I'm grateful for the chance to, you know, figure it out on screen. In your interview recently with Howard Stern, you talked about that, you know, playing Carrie is a lot, uh-huh. um, a very loaded <laughs> phrase. Uh, and I'm curious, what toll does it take on you, on your body, to yeah. play this character after six seasons. Yeah, um, I don't know. It is. It is a marathon. You know, it's a. It, it's a. It's. It's rigorous. Um, I. I like her a lot. I mean, I. I, I do enjoy her <laughs> company, even though it is rather extreme. <laughs> you know, I. I. Um, so so that helps and the quality of the work is kind of amazingly high and strong given how old we are i mean i can't believe that um it's we're still kind of even trying to operate at at this you level you have no the show has no right being as good it is, as it is no, at this it stage kind and of it's... doesn't but i think one of the great you know gifts of the show is that we are forced to reimagine and invent ourselves every season. You know, we're holding a mirror to what's happening in society right now, or uh, often a year from now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, 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 it takes us to different places, literally and figuratively. We're in a different location. Every year we uh, have to kind of meet and assemble a new crew every year. 
So there's a kind of vital. I mean, it's it's exhausting. It's, we have to reinvent the wheel, and you know, in some ways, but it's also invigorating, and um, it it doesn't allow for complacency. Um, so I think it's it's effortful, but ultimately, you know, worth everybody's while. So many great moments you had this season. Some of my favorite, though, were with uh, your TV sister Amy Hargreaves, yeah, who. I've always loved on the show. I felt like it just she's like this little you know mm-hmm. secret that you guys have yeah, that you yeah, pull yeah. out every once in a while. But I love that relationship between mm-hmm. the two of you. And this season, it really came to a head. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about the courtroom scenes uh-huh. where some of your reactions to her in this speech were so moving. I felt as it was clear Carrie was coming to grips with what she mm-hmm. fully had done. Right. What is it like? when you're just not speaking, when you're mm-hmm. just listening and, you know, opposite someone and, you know, Amy has this amazing speech. Yeah. What is it like shooting that right. sequence? Well, it was a whole day of, of reaction shots <laughs> um, of, of no words. Um, and it was kind of wonderful. I, I, I loved, I also loved how that relationship um, uh, was charted out mm-hmm. this season and and further developed and she's such a terrific actress and now dear friend and again like as I was saying before you know we have this history together mm-hmm. and um, rapport so it's so fluid and rich um, uh, and and something I can just kind of mindlessly kind of lean on and and, and into mm-hmm. um, so and I, and I loved I love the idea that you know there's they're obviously fighting a lot throughout the season and there's a lot of conflict and tension but ultimately she's not chastising um, Carrie she's not damning Carrie um, she is actually kind of appreciating her and celebrating her and that's what that's what allows Carrie to really listen to um, to, to the <laughs> listen to her and accept this very difficult truth. And I also thought it was interesting that you know Carrie often uh, you know I think she believed that her illness was maybe the greatest obstacle in her parenting. And it turns out it's really not her illness. It's her, um, it's her calling, you know? It's her, it's her commitment to this kind of huge cause, which is <laughs> saving the world, <laughs> um, you know? And, uh, and I think kind of her delineating those two things, differentiating them, and, um, you know, one has a kind of pejorative meaning, and the other has a kind of virtuous meaning. I don't know if that's actually true or not. That's, I think, you know, um, that's our own kind of silly judgment. Both do lead to the conclusion that she should maybe not be the primary parent. Um, but, uh, and, and that's, I mean, that's just such a one, an amazing piece of drama and such a wild taboo, you know, Mm -hmm. women are not allowed to admit 
that motherhood might not be the ultimate um, uh, kind of defining meaning for them, you know, calling for them. So I just thought it was a really, you know, it was a a kind of surprising act of love and generosity um, of, you know, on the part of both sisters in in some ways. And uh, after all of that bickering, we get to see how connected they are. Um, And that's really beautiful. I was on the edge of my seat that whole episode praying that Carrie wasn't going to destroy her sister's medical career. Right, right. And I was prepared to give up the show forever. Right. If she did that. Yeah. Because I would have been so angry. And and at the same time, this was Carrie's daughter she was fighting for. So I understood that at the same time. But it would have broke my heart if she would have done that to her sister. Well, I remember talking to Alex when we were around that point in, in the filming of this season. And Carrie's, you know, behavior with her child was really awful Mm. and you know she's transgressed a lot this Carrie Matheson but this for me was um, was too far you know and I you know I was telling Alex we we have to take this seriously if I I mean I am very willing to go to this dark place with Carrie and you know um, and honor the part of her that is truly failing and even abusing her child but you know she has to be our hero still and I can't really continue to invest in her and align myself with her if if she doesn't come to serious terms with this Um, and I think he knew all of that but he really heard me and um, and so that, that ultimately led to that no, that that episode. I mean, not maybe not specifically that conversation, but I but I I sounded an alarm. Like, so would is, she have done give her sister up if, if I, you hadn't I, had that conversation? I don't think so. I think it's also no. I think she she was going to give her child up, and it's also true that Carrie's been a little sidelined for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. She um, has not been doing the work that she's so excellent at doing um, and we needed her to get back into action yeah. um, and there's just no way for her to do right. that whilst you know remaining um, a, a, a devoted mother right uh, also this season we saw a lot of Carrie using sex as a strategy as a weapon um, I feel like more than we've ever seen her I don't know. She's, <laughs> she's used sex a lot. Well, there's so last many different season, men. Last season, she was... Uh, yes, and so many different men. <laughs> um, yeah, last season, she was uh, a, a pretty celibate. But um, Is there any hope in your mind for her to ever have, you know, what I think everyone wanted her and Quinn to have? Right. Um, I don't know. Is she just too far gone? I don't... I don't... No, I, I think I think her primary relationship is to her work, um, but I of course want her to, you know, find a mate and 
live happily ever after and play. We all, we all want yeah, that, we Claire. Do. <laughs> play some backgammon at the end of the night, you know? <laughs> I don't know what. Some domestic bliss. I don't know why I choose backgammon as my version of domestic bliss, but um, whatever. Uh, but um, I don't know if that's her fate. I just don't know. Do you feel like the love story at the heart of this is Carrie and Saul? Yeah, kind ways. of. I mean, it is. They are, yes, I think so, probably. What has your relationship with Mandy been, how has it evolved over these these years? Um, I love him, and I love working with him. I, 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 I've said this before, but, you know, the first time we ever uttered words together as Carrie and Saul was at the table reading for the pilot and um, the chemistry was very strong it, I, and I, I don't know why you know that hasn't happened to me that often where just immediately there's you know a dynamic that really works um, uh, I think our rhythms are just really different and kind of compatible and um, <laughs> he also happens to bear an uncanny resemblance to my best friend's father, uh, who my best friend from when I was nine. So he was kind of a paternal figure, mm-hmm. Dick Heitler, and <laughs> um, uh, you know, and 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 actually, Dick is not, you know, entirely dissimilar to Saul, and um, was a you know wonderful man is a wonderful man but when he kind of reprimanded you when you felt it in every cell you know because he was I don't know uh yeah and and I think just that has served me (laughs) that bizarre association really has worked um but yeah no he's also I mean just outrageously good at what he does that mm-hmm. Manny Patinkin <laughs> he's really really skilled and soulful and passionate and um, and generous yeah so it's out there that next season will be the, the last season most likely yeah I mean I, I think that's that's been the, the conversation yeah. um, uh, there may be other conversations I'm not sure it's not it's not like absolutely finite um but but that's been the template in my mind and um alex has said as much so you know but at the same time who knows right so yeah is is part of that the sort of having this template just not wanting to overstate your welcome going on on a high but also the sheer exhaustion of playing the same character yeah i think all of that yeah. i mean i i think i as i said before i'm i'm stunned that the show is 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 still so alive and we're all as invested as we are you know so many years in and and I don't want to you know play with that too much you know I I I want to have some kind of humility about that Mm -hmm. um but 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 it as but again like I also said (laughs) just earlier that it 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 does um it, it is reborn every season so it that does safeguard us from from getting too stale so uh, it's i i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't know um alex has said that the show will likely be set in israel 
uh, next season mm-hmm. after a couple year time mm-hmm. jump. You've been in the states now for two seasons. Mm-hmm. Are you? How do you feel? How uh, gearing up for the idea of shooting abroad again? Yeah, I mean, who again? I, I he's saying that yeah. um, a lot of things may happen right. from now till I don't know January when we start filming, or right? I guess in the summer when they start really designing the season. Um, I'm fine. I mean, I, I, it's been it's been taxing that that aspect of the show, um, the the fact that we have to <laughs> park ourselves in a far flung place for half a year. Um, we've done it a lot of times. Um, the cost is great. I I really miss my life at home. Um, my primary relationships here. But at the same time, I've I've had amazing adventures and explored corners of the earth that I never would have explored otherwise. So, um, you know, it's it's both wonderful and terrifying, and you know, and, and challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but we shall see. At that point, I'll have an infant. So, mm-hmm. but you know, Cyrus was one and and change when we went to South Africa for for six months you know family time so and we landed all right there so we'll we'll be okay I think just making it up as we go <laughs> basically um I, I want to also quickly touch on you have a, a movie coming out a kid like mm-hmm. Jake which I had the good fortune of seeing oh. uh, early and I loved it oh, you good. were so great in it Thank what you. was it like working with with Jim Jim I know another amazing TV person yeah. uh, wonderful I I adore him and um, you know it was interesting we talked a lot about having lived and worked on shows that have had such long lives, you know, they're obviously very different kinds of yeah. shows, <laughs> in some ways entirely antithetical, oh my God. but, um, <laughs> but, it, but still being kind of held by these institutions and communities and, you know, and we were both about to start our penultimate season and so we really connected um, on that and, oh gosh, she's just such a such a wonderful actor you know he's so technically uh stellar you know uh his timing and his musicality is just awesome (laughs) but he's also um you know really very deeply human and sensitive and nuanced and um and very soulful so it's just it's an unusual combination and it was fun to do something that wasn't you know, where the stakes weren't as absurdly high as they are in frickin' Homeland, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's plenty of drama, but it's on a, a much more human scale. Yeah. So, and we got to kind of play together a little bit, and and I, my friend, we were shooting in Brooklyn, and all of my friends live in Brooklyn now, and uh, so a lot of them came by and visited while we were, sh- we were shooting, which was a nice treat. My friend Sarah was visiting, and she was like, you're smiling. <laughs> she was watching the monitor. It's so disconcerting to see you smiling on screen. I'm not used to that in life. Yes, plenty of that. But, you know, so, yeah, that was a nice reprieve. Although you and Jim have this one scene where it's just... We're not smiling. ...brutal. <laughs> not like, smiling. epically vicious and brutal. And I was thinking while I was watching that, you know, how, how would a scene like that compare to, like, 
carry out her words. It uh-huh. lo- I mean, it just looked like mentally, emotionally, that that had to have take, taken so much out of you. Yeah, that, you know, that that was the big scene, I yeah. guess. Um, it was initially a play and, and right. adapted to a film, but it still, in some ways, is, has the structure of a play. Um, and, you know, yeah, it was, it was a big... It was a tough day on at work. It was also really hot. It was in the middle of the summer, and you know, and I we were playing. It was meant to be the fall, so I had this cashmere sweater on. I kept trying to find a way to take it off, but I had to keep the damn thing on anyway. So you're already in a bad mood. Yeah, um, but uh, but it was also you know beautifully written, and um, so that carried us. And I had Jim as a partner, so I was in good shape, even though I was physically uncomfortable and probably smelly <laughs> which hopefully just fed his performance because he hated me <laughs> anyway yeah claire thank you so much for thank coming. you this was awesome thank you hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.